0: Welcome to the Everyday Motivation Podcast. My goal is to provide everyday motivation because everyday matters. Each week has a motivational theme, and this week is, when taking an L, turn it into fuel. Find useful experience for later. For this episode, I called one of my best friends, Chris Flanagan. He was a perfect choice for this episode because he's also a business owner. So we talked about losses and their effect on life and business. We also discussed why it's important to have the right approach when dealing with failure and the key to developing hard things into daily habits.
1: Hey, I'm Chris, uh, Chris Flinnegan to be exact, and I'm a friend of Glenn and Greer's long time what, what what do they say on the radio shows long time listener first time caller
0: <laughs> that's exactly right that's it uh so chris are you a competitive person
1: i'm going to say medium I, I don't think i'm that competitive ooh that's a good question man um i don't know
0: you and i recently went to top golf and Neither you nor I turned into some silent assassin no, out for blood no. right. <laughs> trying to hit a tiny white golf ball
1: well and honestly we probably played three games or rounds or whatever and I couldn't tell you at all who won i couldn't either you uh, I, I think you i think, I, won. I think I won one
0: <laughs> but only because i think you took a picture of it as like you know hey this is memory or whatever
1: but no yeah that that's that's not something that rises up in me So this week's theme is,
0: when taking an L, turn it into fuel, find useful experience for later. So there are benefits, I think, to approaching a loss, a setback, or failure when you take time to learn, grow, and improve. So basically, next time you find yourself more prepared or ready as you learn from your mistake. And in a nutshell, what can you learn from losing? I know you to be a successful entrepreneur, a dedicated creative. You win a lot, Chris, but I know you don't have a perfect winning percentage. You've you've taken a few L's out there. How do you handle losses or setbacks?
1: Well, I, I do think you teed that up really well as far as how do we turn that loss into fuel? Because if not, we don't want to go through a you know, a loss or embarrassment or a bad experience or money loss or whatever type of loss we're talking about for nothing, you know, we're not going to make that same pitfall mistake again, um, would we'll definitely bring the value out of it and let that's loss sting less. So that's a really practical, basic setup that I don't think I've really wrapped my mind around clearly before. So what a way to take a loss is to grow from it. Um, that's good. I could live with that better. I could live with the, man, that was a total nightmare and we sure lost money on that. But (laughs) next time when that comes around, we're going to know to, to watch for this, ask that question and avoid that problem again. And we're going to be better for it. I could, I could hang my head high on that one, you know, Uh, because I mean, at, at work here at real graphics, there's always those types of things that do catch us for a curveball, And I always feel better when at least we can become better from it and you know, I was like yeah we sure did lose money on that we had to redo that the customer was upset but we had to fix it by doing all this extra energy went into it but at the other end if we can all learn from it and know okay we can make this better next time by doing it a different way or not doing that at all that does make me feel so much better so figuring out a way to make that loss a win by doing that is is a plus
0: yeah and i I've, I've heard you I've heard you say that, you know, even just, I mean, we hung out recently, grabbed some lunch and, or dinner and that, that came up, you, you were talking about a problem that you had and then you said, man, you know, and I'm thinking, dang, that that sucks, man. That's and you were like, you know, it, it wasn't great, but this is, this is what we learned. Uh, it wasn't great, mm-hmm. but you know what, this is what we're going to implement so that it doesn't happen again. I believe this theme is more than just trying to use a clever acronym. I think there are a lot of people who give up when they encounter a loss in life or business and they they just kind of quit on themselves. I mean, the the second, you know, that that they find loss, but through your experience, Mm -hmm. loss is just a part of success. I mean, really.
1: You're right. You're right. No, that's a good point too, and and that that would be a real bad shame to let that first or second or third loss take you out of the game or take you out of the, you know, off track or whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. And instead, I mean, I'm really put taking your words, but that's really good because instead those those L's could be the fuel to get you to the next really great thing that you're you're approaching. So yeah, so we can't. I mean, I guess takeaway from this is that we can't let those losses drain us or hang over us, slow us down or stop us. Instead, we better use that to fuel forward. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to use that and let that be something that stays on my mind for a while. It's really good. It's true.
0: I don't, I don't know if I'm a competitive person. I think I probably, I don't know if I'm more of a competitive person or a sore loser, you know, uh, I think it really kind of depends on the game I'm playing or the challenge that I'm engaged in. I think that some people are just sore losers, and I, I don't think that they take responsibility, you know, for a loss, or they don't take the opportunity to learn. They basically want to shift blame shift and, and put it on someone else as a reason why they didn't get it done or they didn't get it right. And, and that, that's the wrong way to approach life and business.
1: You know, and I wonder too, how much of it is just them being unaware of it, you know, like, I mean, I think you could probably take some losses or, or whatever it be. And you start to blame and do other stuff because it's to learn from it. You're going to become uncomfortable. So, I mean, you might just be taking the easy way of just like, well, it wasn't my fault or, you know, well, this wouldn't have happened. That wouldn't have went bad or, you know, this is the circumstances I had to deal with. So it just didn't work out. You know, you could look at it like that and, and, shift blame probably the most easy comfortable way to just give yourself an excuse you know but if you wanted to become more aware of what was wrong what could have been better what's the big picture of this i mean you're going to get uncomfortable but maybe that was be growing from it maybe it'd be progressing hey i could reapproach it and try again but i'm not going to let that pitfall stop me this time but again you're going to have to take the the tougher road i think in that situation to look at it through that right lens because it probably is a lot easier to pass it off as like, well, circumstances were against me. It wasn't my fault. You know, that's just it's not gonna do. So maybe we need to become more aware and and mentally think about those things a little bit better about what stopped stopped us, why, what should we have done to pivot around it? I don't know. I think there could be some mental shifts that maybe need to be made and some uncomfortable situations to push through for growth.
0: That, that that could be a very good reason why people refuse to take a look at the loss or examine it, you know, because it is, it is it is uncomfortable. It, it And then some, some losses can be embarrassing, right? Like some people, you know, you have a lot of people watching you, you have a lot of people looking up to you, you know, and you slip and you fall. I mean, like me with weight loss, I've done it so many stinking times and it is uncomfortable, you know, but that is the only way that I have eventually found any type of success. The first time I learned this, the second time I learned this, and the 12th time I learned this. And so now on the 26th time, I've taken 25 other, you know, lessons that I've learned from my mistakes and I'm applying them all. In life and business, I think a key word is adapting. And I know that you've adapted in a lot of different ways throughout your business ventures and also just in life, how important is it to be able to adapt?
1: Yeah. And another word that I like and and think on often is pivot, you know, because it's, it's not that we're quitting. It's not that we're not going that direction, but we're going to have to pivot because adaptations needed here. You know, this just isn't going the way we thought. I mean, and, and again, through COVID season, I mean, as far as business wise, that taught us a lot of pivots and adjustments and adapting to situations and just all the circumstances around us. So we can't let it stop us. We can't let it, you know, just dead end us or even just cause us to turn around and go back. We might as well just take that opportunity, adapt to the situations and pivot it. So when something is a problem, you know, I'd rather pivot and adjust and still kind of move forward in the mission versus just stops fall off the, track totally and 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 give up. Maybe that's just, I mean, something mentally we got to be strong in, maybe even aware of, is just because I bet a lot of times when we find ourselves maybe in a weight loss journey particular, you know, giving up, it's not that we just made that decision and quit. It's probably that, you know, obstacles came our way. And instead of adapting and adjusting, we just started to slowly give in. And before we know it, you know, well, I didn't work out. I missed it. Well then Instead of adapting and getting that workout in that evening, we just shifted it off. And the next thing you know, well, our diet's off. You know, we missed this goal two days ago. Oh, it's the weekend. I might as well just start over on Monday. Well, Monday comes. I didn't sleep good. You know, so one thing, another, and here we are going down a totally different path. But maybe if we can become quicker to pivot or just adapt to when needed instead of giving it up and throwing it in the towel, taking the loss and hanging our head down low.
0: You've said the word aware a couple of times when, you know, talking and I think that plays a big role being aware. And you often say, you know, be aware of your surroundings. We're just so we have blinders on and we're just looking straight ahead and we aren't aware. We're not aware of, you know, maybe what's over there to the right or the left. And, you know, some people say, oh, just focus, just focus. But there are times where we do need to be aware of the other things going on. We need to be aware of, of, of people. Like we need to be aware of how people can help us in our journey. We can we need to be aware of how we can help others. And a lot of times we find strength in, in doing that and in, in helping other people, you know, on their journey. And when you're helping somebody on their journey, they can help you on your journey. And it's a reciprocal thing. Being aware of when you had the major slip ups and you took an L I know that after the first two weeks of weight loss, man, that third week, that's that's do or die for me. And, and so, hey, guess what? In That third week, do everything you can to set up boundaries for yourself so that you don't slip up. Because if you can make it past week three, I mean, four, five, and six may be a breeze for you. You know, you just don't know. But to be yeah. aware, that's great insight.
1: I'm learning from this conversation, so this is helpful, you know, just kind of, I think, cataloging some of these thoughts in my mind a little more strategically will help me hang on to them a little bit longer. So, yeah, staying aware, um, being aware of the surroundings and those other variables um, against us, adapt and pivot where needed. I think those are crucial things we need to do every day.
0: I know how much you love the sports because you love all Mm. the sports.
1: All of them. Yes.
0: So one thing that people say is that you learn more about your team or you learn more about yourself after a loss than a Mm. win because it reveals your weaknesses and what you need to work on. Uh, Not to mention that a loss tends to humble you. So after a loss, I mean, when, and when you take an L there is room for improvement and you know, if, if you are aware, if you do adapt, you can come out of that stronger and more prepared for, for next time.
1: Yeah. But you know what? I think you could also go through that really quickly and still be ignorant. I think you could quickly go like, oh man, we lost that one. Let's just get ready for the next one, you know, and just kind of blow it off, brush it off. But instead it probably be worth reflecting, okay, what, where did I fall short on that one? What should we have done different? How could we avoid that one more strategically or, or, you know, be a little more wiser from it? That would be what I would hope to take away versus just move on to the next one. Hey, we got another opportunity next week. Let's just, you know, hang our heads high and let's just go for it. I don't know if you're going to grow from that. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, and I'm just thinking, cause we've done that here before where we've had a, a, an order mess up or a project go bad and we just quickly fixed it you know, but we didn't have a team debrief. We didn't bring everyone together and say, Hey guys, this is what happened. This is where we fell short. This is what we going to do next time to make it better. But instead we're just too busy. And so we just jumped to the next project and hope that doesn't happen again. And that's kind of ignorant, you know, in hindsight. So hopefully um, maybe we can be a little wiser in that loss, but that does make sense. You're going to learn more about your team and who you are in a humbling loss than you would on just a quick, great victory and move on yeah next time there's a big L in front of me maybe more strategically grow and and learn and reflect from it than celebrate you know just jump to the next thing that we can celebrate
0: so as ceo uh how important it, is it for you to set that example for your team leaders and then you know everyone in the company
1: oh i think it'd be super important how well of a job do i do i don't know what kind of <laughs> score i'm going to give myself but any leader and just individual needs to I guess just strategically grow from the losses. I mean like it's gonna happen in daily life to a conflict with a spouse or whatever it is. I mean, hopefully we're smart enough to approach you know see what's going on and, and approach it differently next time because if we're going to do the same thing over and over, I mean it's just insanity. Yeah. So hopefully we can apply these things to get better.
0: We're talking about using a loss as fuel. What other things do you use as fuel in everyday life as motivation for accomplishing things in your life?
1: I think the path that I'm on right now at work and personal, is just trying to become the best version of myself possible that I would be proud of. I don't think that success is going to be measured by an arrival place or a level or a status, something that you check off. But I think at the end of the day, successfulness in business or as individuals as you know, husbands, is gonna be of the version that we are. And so if if we can just continue to learn, develop, and grow and, and become just someone that we're proud of, being good stewards of all the resources and opportunities that we're given, you know, we're put on this earth for a purpose. And so if we can kind of carry that out in the best ways possible, I hope that the feelings of success are following that versus just an arrival location. Same thing, just relating to our company of real graphics, it's the goal is not to reach a certain amount of employees or locations or services offered as much as it is just to become the best healthy version of the company that is, you know, operating efficiently, doing the best service for our customers, the team members are healthy and happy and performing at their best abilities like that to me would be a picture of success for the company over a dollar amount of sales or a dollar amount of profit at the end of the year. But I think those will be the outcomes of some of those successes. But hopefully the healthiness of a company, us growing it and developing it in the right way will be what really we'll be most proud of at the end of the day. That's, that's kind of where I think my goals and, and drive is towards. Um, so same thing with with personal. It's just kind of even you know looking at the things that I have to do in the company, but then looking at my own life, okay, well, what do I need to do to make family as healthy and thriving as possible? Um, personally, just in health. What do I need to do to get all those other areas? Just trying to see where again those can thrive because I think that's that's the success we're hunting, not so much a location of arrival of, hey, I got <laughs> I got this many social media friends or none of that matters. Yeah. But we just want to have thriving other, you know, friendships, relationships, things like that. And so that's where we need to invest in and be strategic um, and mindful. And we're going to have wins and losses in those areas. So I don't want to, let's not let a loss just take us down and out, but let's just keep pursuing. I've had several things personally that I've started within the last year of, you know, changing habits, changing routines. Some I was successful on, some, you know, did it for a little while. But I mean, if anything, hopefully there were enough things that fueled me forward versus retreating back. Um, so. I'm I'm going for the, um, the report card of progress. I'm not perfect. I'm not where I want to be, you know, and I've made some good progress just in the last 12 months. I can be proud of that. I got a few more years ahead of me, so I'm going to keep on progressing forward there.
0: I think that's a perfect uh, fuel source. I mean, I really do. I think that that adds a lot of perspective to just getting out of bed in the morning, being responsible for you and making sure that you're putting the best version of yourself out there for your family, for People you work with, to your own personal goals that you're trying to achieve. I think I think that's great. Now you did mention that you did have some success on building some of these habits. I know of one was waking up earlier in the morning. Can you tell me a little bit about what the goal was for that, as far as you know, getting up earlier or starting your day earlier and developing those habits?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think some of these things have come at different seasons. I know at that point, I felt like the day was running me. And so I felt like once I got to work, there was all these variables that I couldn't control. And so whenever it first started, I just I've never been a morning person getting up has always been my my struggle. I'd much rather stay up late than get up early. But I felt like if I could get up early, I could be more mentally prepared for the day. And so it was a mental shift that just kind of clicked with me as far as the importance of it. So I'm like, you know what, from let's just say eight o'clock, things there's going to be some variables that come out of me that I might not be able to control. But between, you know, 530 and 7 a.m., I could control that and and I needed it. And so I think that's kind of where that shift originally came from, was just me uh, making those changes so that I would have that time to kind of fuel myself in the morning and then be mentally ready to tackle the day. Um, A friend of mine has a gym here in town that I work out at uh, occasionally, and they just embrace this theme, uh, win the morning, win the day, or win the morning, run the day. And that just kind of clicked as well. I was like, man, that's so true. If I get up in the morning and I'm prepared and I leave the house ready, and then I put my hand on the door at work, I'm ready to tackle the day. I'm mentally taking on the challenge. When I'm behind and I wake up late it's a rush. It's a rush getting out. It's a rush dropping kids off or whatever. And I'm arriving already behind, already kind of getting my butt kicked. And I feel like the day runs me at that point. Um, and so just being prepared, man, it was just such a true thing. So it kind of clicked and it just made that uncomfortableness of getting up early so much more worth it. Um, but just the mental strength I got from it. Um, so yeah, so that, that was one, another one that came up at me was a cold shower. It came up out of a conversation, you know, just about like, I don't even know what, what, what was said at the table. And then someone chimed in about like, well, did you know, there's all these medical benefits of, you know, a cold shower stimulates, you know, your arteries or whatever. And I just thought that's crazy. And so I just thought, again, I want to do hard things, something that's uncomfortable. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to take a cold shower for, I think, a week is what I was. And my thing was, I was going to turn the water on cold. It takes about a minute and 15 seconds for the cold water to start to warm up in my shower. I timed it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that every day. Wait, a minute, 15? It took took about a minute. Yeah, it took about a minute and 15 seconds for it to start getting warmer.
0: And you were going to stay in the water. That's right. That long.
1: Let it blast, and um, anyway, I did it. Actually, ended up doing it from May until July, through July, through July. So it was just gonna be like, I'm gonna do it a couple weeks, and then I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna keep it going. And I actually did it. The only reason I stopped is when I got COVID. I think it was the beginning of August. It, you know, of course, I was sick and felt like death. So I I stopped then and I didn't pick it back up, but it's just like, you know, just something I could do to challenge myself, get myself out of my comfort zone. Um, you know, I don't know, just, it just, I just wanted to do difficult things that I could be maybe proud of, just progress because I knew it was hard for me. Uh, same thing with getting up and the getting up shifted a little bit. Um, so just other things I've been trying to do here and there and just take on challenges. So I'd like to be more strategic of it, especially when I watch some self-help video or someone that's like way beyond me it's so easy to want to get discouraged and be like man i'm i suck compared to what they're doing um but you know it's like i want to do something that i can kind of be proud of myself on and f- again feel that progression of growing and, and moving forward so again i'm not where i want to be and i haven't done 20 things that i probably would think to be awesome to be doing or routines that'd be awesome to have part of my day, but Hey, I got a few things that I've started in the last 12 months that I've stuck with. And I'm proud of that. That's good. So, I mean, even like me, I'm trying to continue to shed some weight and get healthier, but not where I want to be, but man, for the last four to five months, it's been a lot more consistency, you know, a lot more just moving in the same direction and not just totally giving up and quitting. It's just, so anyway, I'm proud of that.
0: Well, as long as I've known you, I mean, neither one of us were were morning people. We've always been just, you know, night owls and stay Mm -hmm. up and, you know, waking up early in the morning was just the death. And what you've done is kind of what everyday motivation is all about. Find the right motivation, develop a winning strategy and achieve the impossible like you did that you know, when you told me you were going to try to start waking up in them, I was like, what, there's no way you're going to
1: do this (laughs) for more
0: than a few weeks. I mean, uh, you know, there's no way I could do it.
1: Gosh, I think it's just so much in our, the mental click though. I mean, with a lot of the things that you've accomplished lately, so much of it just clicked in your mind and you said, this is what I'm going to accomplish. And I don't care what it's going to take to get there or what obstacles are going to come. And I know the 20 things that have stopped me to pass, but mentally you just were strong in that. And I think that's, just interesting. And I just wish I could just check a box and turn that on, you know, in other areas of my life, but it is tricky. So mentally we need to stay ready and strong there because that's where we're going to accomplish our goals. I mean, I've had even other things that I'll say out loud to my wife just to say, I'm going to get up in the morning at four 30 and I'm going to do this and this. And I just, I don't say it out loud other than just to have accountability. Like yeah. I I'm going to do that and I've done it. I mean, it's, 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 but it's just something mentally that has to be there. You have to just be prepared to tackle it. And so I think that's, that's really neat going forward. So all these little things that you've mentioned, I, I think are things that I can continue to marinate on and, and, and apply and help me get better and better. So growing forward, man, that's what it's about.
0: Dude, thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me. I really appreciate Absolutely.
1: it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Loved it. Thanks for the good conversation, man. Appreciate it.
0: I want to thank Chris for taking time out of his day to record this episode with me. I would also like to thank you for listening. Take a second and subscribe or follow wherever you stream your favorite podcast. I encourage you to turn any loss into fuel so that you can eliminate a future L and turn it into a win. Have a great week.